Happy Monday, milkers. Welcome back. The beer this week is called Russian Record by Hog Molly Brewing Co. of Columbus, Indiana. This is a Russian Imperial Stout bursting with chocolate and cacao flavors to keep you nice and toasty until spring knocks on our doors. With an ABV of 10.5%, it is Shit. a hard one. <laughs> so, as always on the Comcast, we appreciate you drinking responsibly, and the Comcast gives this rating a whopping 4.25 out of 5 stars. As always, if you enjoy the podcast and the content, please consider leaving a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on. If you want to support us in other ways, feel free to check out our merch store at thecomcast.com. Thanks again for listening. Now let's get into the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Comcast. As always, I am your glorious, fucking, beautiful, bald host. And joining me, as always, is Cody, your other beautiful, bald host. Co-host. Got host. That co in there. Because I'm the El Presidente of this period. You can't be the host. We've already talked about this. You can't be the host if you have a co-host. You are the co-host and I'm the second co-host. That's not how it works. You you can't be King Dick, and then you have King Smaller Dick down here. Sure can. You can't. No, you can't do that. There's only you can either be King Dick or Kings of Double Dicks. That's that's all you got. You're the Robin to my Batman. No, I'm yeah. not. No, yeah, no. You're the Barnacle Boy to my. What's the what's the Merman? What is it? I don't think it's Barnacle Boy. Yes, it that's is. That's off SpongeBob. I know. What's the? Is it just Merman? I don't think that's his name. Mermaid Man and Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Mer, mermaid Man and Barnacle yeah. Boy. You're the burn, you're the Barnacle Boy to my Mermaid Man. I don't think that's how it works. You're the. I'm the other Fat Boy. We are the Fat Boys from Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Like yeah. you can't have one without the other. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. If one fucking died. Well, they they can't though. They can't die because if one dies, the other one automatically dies. I don't think that. Who's he going to hold hands with? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he can't live the fat boy. One fat boy can't live without the you other fat boy. can't live the fat boy life without the other fat boy. That's right. They do things together. If they got to get something off the top shelf, one of them stands on the other one's shoulders and they hold a chair for him or a ladder. You can't You can't have two fat boys without one fat boy. Like, you, you just can't. They're, they're, conjoined, you, they're conjoined without being You can't conjoined. be like, fat boys! And they're just like... Fuck you want two Humpty Dumpty looking asses with freaking hearts on their heads. No neck looking fucking fat bitches. Uh, Uncle Fester having ass twin ass having fucking ass finishing bitches. each other's sentences. Finish each other's fucking sentences. Curly Q looking fucking Lederhosen wearing douches. They're the only fat heroin addicts like ever. And they exist in a, a non-real world. When did they become heroin addicts? Because that's what they look like. Sunken in eyes. Pale skin, no hair, weird teeth. They're the first gamer boys. That's what they are. They're just gamers. That is what happens if Beetlejuice had sex with another, like, undead. Like, he had sex with that um, that girl that was, like, split in half. That, like, tightrope girl. When girl that was split. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He had sex. Tightrope girl? What are we talking about? 
Oh, she was like a ballerina. No. Oh, no, no. She was a magician's apprentice. And she accidentally got sold in half. That's what it was. Maybe. Something like that. My favorite's the flat dude. Oh, the flat dude? He's the like... The office flat guy. Go to the second door! And there's like 5,000 doors. He can't do anything. He's just on a, a rope that just like roll... He's just rolling along like on a pulley system. Right. Rolling, rolling, paper. rolling along on a pulley system. And he like goes through the crack in the door, but there's so yeah. much paper everywhere. They just like... Or trash. I don't know what's on the floor. That's the weirdest... That's one of the creepiest scenes in that entire movie. Is them going to like the underworld or whatever. And they're like waiting in line with the shrunken head dude. And then he um, cuts his, uh, cuts, in line cuts, in the, line. cuts in line of the shaman. And he sprinkles that shit on his head. Yeah. yeah. That's the weirdest... That's probably the weirdest part of the movie. Is just them going to that underworld thing. Because they got to figure out like... What's their purpose? You died off of a bridge when the water was like two feet deep. I'm let's, I'm, let's be honest. That water was like two feet deep. It's because they just crashed. <laughs> they crashed and died. They didn't drown. No, they drowned. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. Mm-mm. The the water was like ten feet. I mean, they barely, like, duke, they barely dukes a hazard off into like a small creek and they died. Not even that. The water was like ten feet above. Or the water was like ten feet below the bridge. They fell in a giant car. Would have been. Oh, it wasn't giant. It was a small one. It was they, like a station wagon. They fell. It was like it's like a, it was like a Pinto. Like they would have. They, if you would have got like different scenario, but they got rear-ended on on the road, they would have died that way because the Pinto would have exploded. But if you went off into a bridge, all they did was fall ten feet, and then they wake up and they're dead. Like the water, you know the water. It was like a creek. They it wasn't a river. It was a creek. They didn't have good stuntmen back then. They couldn't. They couldn't reenact a huge fucking but explosion. Like, but like most of the rivers here, if it's not like a bunch of bunch of rain, you can walk right across them. You just walk there. They get about like chest high. And you just walk right across the rivers here. Like you, you unless it rains a lot, that's the only time it's like over six feet deep. But normally, you can just walk right across them. You're like, you don't even, you can't even tell you're walking through a river. And that's, that's what that was. Okay. Because in the summertime, it didn't rain for like three weeks. Yeah, but they wrecked their car. They weren't fucking walking. That's what I'm saying, though. They fell 10 feet in a car. They were safe. They had seatbelts. They, they did have seatbelts on. Yeah, but they didn't flip upside down and they didn't drown. So how'd they die? They wrecked their car. They died from falling 10 feet in a car. I, it's a movie. I didn't say it was real life. <laughs> okay, well, they should have came up with a better There's also a fucking sandworm in that movie, okay? That's a scary sandworm. Yeah. No, it is, but I, I don't know. I Be more realistic, damn it. Be more I, realistic. I mean, I feel like they copied it off Dune, but whatever. I think... Mm, I think the sandworms look a little different in Dune. They do. They're huge. They're way bigger than that thing. Uh, that one has, like, a sewn-together mouth. Right? Huh? The one on um, Beetlejuice. I don't remember. Beetlejuice is what we're talking about for everybody that doesn't know. Yeah, Dune looks like... the Dune kind of looks like uh, Graboids from Tremors. Yeah. That's an underrated series of movies. Tremors movies? Dude, those things are awesome. <laughs> the first and the second one are alright. After that, it just went to shit. Um, first one's not bad. 1990. Yeah. With Kevin freaking Bacon Kevin in Bacon. a cowboy hat. Kevin Bacon has TikTok. And it's so weird because... They have the Teeth cover and shit, and it's not even. Yeah, the cover. That's what I was gonna say. The cover looks nothing like the original. They don't even have teeth. They just like swallow you whole. They're just like some big fat worm thing. They, they're like turtles with eyes. Turtles without eyes. And yeah. They got their fucking their snake tongues, whatever the fuck they are, eel tongues. 
cavey. And you can tell, you can tell when they like unearth the thing. And the, the <laughs> you typed in tremors, and it shows two hands <laughs> shaking. <laughs> yeah, they don't even look, the picture. They don't even look like the pictures. Look, they keep doing the same thing. I, they might have teeth. No, they don't have. No, teeth. they don't have teeth. No, they don't have teeth uh-huh. at all. So well, I mean, they look like eyeless turtles. When the thing flops out. On the thing, what like, the fuck is that? I don't know. I guess that's the new one. When the thing like flops out on the ground, it looks like it's made out of styrofoam because it probably is. Yeah, they don't have yeah. teeth at all. They just like swallow you whole. Well, it looks like a fucking like if an elephant dick detached and like became its own person. Yeah, like <laughs> created his own life. You know, like <laughs> ran away when he was sixteen and joined Basically. the circus. I'm packing up my balls and leaving. Yeah, that's exactly what it did. Yeah, that's that's what it is. That's what it looks like. Just a. Uh, uh, yeah, an elephant's... You say an elephant dick or an elephant trunk? An elephant dick. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a baby whale just, like, just packed up his stuff, and he's like, I'm going to be a land whale now, and just goes away, and I'm he has be, a... I'm, I'm going to be a he dirt jo- whale. He joined the circus at, like, 16, because he had to make a living, and he, he wound up being, like, the, the guy that runs, like, the dart-throwing, like, game... And he just has a rough life. He had, had some rough run-ins with the wall, you know. Yeah. Got a couple face tattoos, and then he just winds up. Got some syphilis, and now he's like a desert worm. Yeah, and now he's like, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> guess what, guys? For my next trick. And he winds up being a magician, and he has yeah. like an apprentice or whatever. And he's like, for my next trick, I'm going to be a worm with no teeth. That's all. Just, you know, he like forks his tongue and all kinds. Of, just, it's a crazy life being a, uh, crazy life being a graboid. Yeah. Crazy life being a grab boy. Let me tell you, being a uh, a whale dick, <laughs> a whale dick, a whale dick dirt worm. Good I guy. think a whale dick would be more appropriate because uh, good guy. Whales though. have whales have giant giant hogs. Yeah, yeah, giant. I mean, they're huge. It's like the size of a Cadillac Deville. I mean, if elephants are huge, you gotta have a big wiener. If you don't have a big wiener, then what's the point of life? I don't know. What is the point of life? What the hell is that thing? That is a... Oh, fuck. Fuck! Oh, my God. It's happening! It's happening again! always, when you type shit in, you typed in whale penis, and so much porn I don't comes know. Up. I turned... See, like, look. Fucking... It says safe, safe like, searches off. Animated orcas. Here, let's look do moderate. Shooting ropes. There. There it is. It, look. I went from safe search off, and it shows porn, but instead, I did safe search moderate... And now it shows just an actual whale penis. That's it. Oh, like that's it. Well, that that looks one. like it. That looks like a giant Japanese sweet potato. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That's it. Uh, that's uh, kind of look. That one's even black. They got that looks ones like they got black ones. That looks like an orca fin just got shredded of its skin. That's all. That it looks like a. I don't know. It looks like that, a tentacle. That everybody is. Somebody a, mounted one to a wall. That is a graboid. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna dry in a fucking whale dick and mount it to a wall. Well, that's like a uh, old timers. That's like old timers back in the day. That thing's petrified. I bet people are like, "What is that?" He's like, "It's a Norwal horn." <laughs> it's, a nor- <laughs> it's actually a whale dick. Yeah, but uh, that's like old timers back in the day. They would. Uh, when they would kill raccoons, they would keep the raccoon dicks because raccoons' penises actually have a bone in them. Or oh, reminds me of Tusk. Remember Tusk? Have you seen Tusk? Uh, no. You haven't seen Tusk? I've wanted to watch it, but I haven't seen uh, it. It's weird. That dude has a walrus dick hanging on his, uh, or not hanging, he has it on, like, his mantle. And, uh, walrus dicks are the same way. They have bones in them. 
Like raccoons. This raccoon. Somebody, I typed in raccoon penis, and somebody, some store has a, a stuffed rac- raccoon selling, uh, holding a bowl of raccoon penises. You can buy them. Saying raccoon penis bones, $8. I wanted to buy some and make... Uh, just have them around. Let's people, be f- people used to pick their teeth with them. They used to use them as like that's what I'm saying. Old toothpicks. Old timers used to old timers used to pick their teeth with raccoon. I wanted to buy some. You could buy like yeah, I think you can buy like twenty of them for like thirty dollars or something on. Okay, well Amazon. these people these people are price gouging because they want eight dollars per penis bone. Okay, that's a lot of that's a lot of dough. That's for, when you get it yourself for though. a penis bone. Like you've invested in fucking raccoon cocks, and now you got to make money off of it. Ugh. It's just so weird. It's just weird looking. I mean, it's it's possible, but like a stiff tape. Let's just say evolution raccoon penis bone. I don't think it's evolution. I think it's just a brand. Oh, I got a little one in a boat. Now we just got a bunch of stuffed raccoons. No, but like, like I don't see how you pick your teeth with it, though. You know what I mean? I don't fucking know. You got gaps in your teeth. You sit there and like, like old men with toothpicks. You just sit there and suck on it all day. God, look at the size of that one. Go back. That's a snake. Oh. <laughs> that thing this, looks like this thing got six curves in it. <laughs> I, they look weird, man. They just don't. They look like they have a joint in them. They, like it looks like it looks like like on the end, it looks like it has a joint in it. Like there would have to be a joint there. I don't know. I don't know. This is we're getting too much into animal penises. Yeah. Let's go back to the fucking the porn. It looks more. It looks more like you could strap a, a couple of blades on here and make it a pair of scissors or toenail clippers. Toenail clipper, a raccoon penis toenail clipper. That would be something to see. Maybe put like a, a small little razor blade in it and use it for like chopping garlic or. Something. There's got to be a market out there for it. Like there's got to be. I mean, these people are selling one raccoon penis bone for eight dollars. If you uh, made it a little bit more sturdy at the base, you could use it as coat. Hooks. That's an idea. That is an idea. A coat rack, a raccoon penis bone. coat rack. <laughs> yeah, a raccoon penis bone coat rack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I prefer coon dick coat rack. You don't have to get too technical with it. A raccoon penis coat rack. Raccoon penis coat $59.99. $59.99. $60. <laughs> hey, there, you get six hangers on this thing. <laughs> And I screwed it to a piece of wood. So what else do you want? <laughs> that, that's a piece of cedar. You know how much I can get for that on the on the redneck black market? Wood's expensive in three dollars. Twenty twenty two wood's expensive. Coon dicks are expensive too. They're, we're running out of raccoons to kill. Well, I don't think the world will ever run out of raccoons. Raccoons. Will, of, that's one thing that'll never go extinct. Pigeons and raccoons. Running out of raccoon dicks. Shit. Yep. Running out of raccoon dicks. I feel like we're not though. I feel like they harvest them if they run out. I would have a paracoon. I would never, if he ever died, I would not, I would not repurpose his ween. I would totally just like let it be. Let it be, uh, throw it in the trash where it belongs. Yeah. 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 I think I'd rather have a skunk. Let it be. If we're going to have wild animals, I'd rather have a skunk. Skunks are like cats. I'll have, no, I think I'd rather have a, if I had to pick a, 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 a critter varmint, uh, if you will, I would probably pick a possum. They are the only marsupials in America. Yeah, but they're fucking mean. No, they're they're all mean. Nah, they're all mean. Maybe a groundhog. I know people with groundhogs. They are all mean. They're all made to be like people. Ah, like don't go by them. You'll get murdered. There's that dude on TikTok with a squirrel. 
It's pretty cute. I think he even puts a diaper on it and shit. There's that one guy on TikTok with a skunk and he talks to it like a baby and it's creepy. Like, the skunk is cute and he has like a bunch of facts about the skunk. Like, and the dude has a little bit of a following, so I mean, people appreciate the knowledge and the entertainment. It's entertaining, but he talks to it a little, a little too, like, you know, your pet baby talk. It's his best friend. It's a little too much. It's a little too, you can have, like, you can, you can talk to a baby like, or you can talk to an animal like it's a little baby. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's a certain line when you cross it, it's just like, it's just, you're just, uh, you're going a little too far. Like, bring it back. Like, bring it back just a little you bit. You can't tell me that you don't talk to Sua, who's in the studio right now. You can't tell me you don't talk to her like that. I do, but exactly. not the way he does it. Oh, whatever. Not the way he does it. The skunk is a girl. Susie is a girl. I don't talk to the dog like he talks to that skunk. He talks to that skunk a little too baby talkish. Like, it's, it's like a little too much. A little too much. If you're like... Wow, that's pretty extreme. He really loves that animal. I'm not I'm not insinuating anything, but I am saying you could cross the line when it comes to just like the depth of how baby pet talk you want to talk to your pet. I, I can say you can surpass it. So you can do it with a baby too, like a normal human baby. You can do that. You can you can go a little too far. It's like, calm the fuck down, kid. Like I understand it's your baby, but we'll bring it back. Alright? It's a human. It's not a, an object. You know, huh? You're just too uptight. Leave people alone. I feel like you can go too far in the baby talk. I feel like you can go too far. Yeah, if you're in public, but if you're in your fucking, you're in like if you're in your own home and nobody sees you do that shit, it's fine. But then if you're in public doing it or putting it on the internet, that's when it becomes a problem. That's what I'm saying. I feel like you can go too far. You can go too far with everything in moderation, even baby me 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 talk, whatever. There's also that dude with that monkey on TikTok. The monkey's cute. Because he always gets new outfits and stuff, and he lets the monkey open it. Is it the one that died? I don't know. There was one. There was one. I think it was a spider monkey. No, not a spider monkey. There was one. Is it a macaque? The little bitty ones? I don't the know. white faces? This is a black guy, and he has a monkey. Oh, okay, no. This was a white dude, and they had a monkey, and it passed away like six months ago. And said they were going to, like, retire from TikTok. Retire from doing TikTok. They had a huge Because they didn't have content anymore. I mean, <laughs> the monkey was, like... I think the monkey was, like, six or seven years. They had it for a while. Six or seven years old. I don't really know how old. But it had. It was going to have routine, like, dental surgery. And it died. Yeah, the anesthesia. Like, it just died. <laughs> Which happens. I mean, some people go in, like... Uh, who was it? Who was it that died? Went into... Uh, Meatloaf. No. He That's how Meatloaf died. How? He had, he was going into certain, he made that video on TikTok or the internet or something. I watched it and it was saying, oh, I'm going into surgery here in a few days. He's like, when I get out, maybe we'll, we'll do something or whatever. And then he just never came out of surgery. So that happens though. Like, like people go in for, I think, who was it? Somebody, somebody famous went in for like, uh, just a, like a routine surgery or like an outpatient surgery. Anesthesia fucked up, don't, gone. Didn't wake up. Hmm. It's crazy. That's why anesthesiologists, next to brain surgeons, anesthesiologists. Well, we talked about that girl make, makes so much money. We talked about that girl who was trying to. What, what was it? Uh, a um, that fitness girl who was doing a, a experimental procedure to get rid of her sweat glands or something. You yeah. That? yeah, 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 yeah. And then the anesthesiologist fucked up, and then that's how she died. Yeah. 
Because too much anesthesia can just stop your heart. <laughs> so, and then yeah. there's no getting you back. So, anesthesiologists, I think we looked this up before, but it says that anesthesiologists, the average in our area in Indiana, make $200,000 a year. Now, if you're the North American partners in anesthesia, they're pulling down almost a half a mil a year. Yeah. And same thing with everybody else. So, let's be honest here, people. I think I think the Indiana, uh, the anesthesiologist in in almost messed gets, up all that gets paid not to fuck up yeah yeah they uh they get paid not to fuck up but in indiana they make two hundred thousand dollars a year i think you might want to go to another state because right here the those are pay, just like boards the, these are the top pay so if they get a, if they get accepted to one of these boards they'll they it's make a that company much. it's yeah. a company well it's it's just a, a board of doctors once you become that you can get accepted to a certain group of doctors. Like it, it means that you're having well, excelled. If you are an anesthesiologist, be good at your job for a little while, and then you can get on these top-paying companies. And you can pull down half a million, or yeah, half a million a year, which you deserve. You deserve every penny for that because I don't even one know what I do one little like milliliter, one little like milliliter too much of anesthesia, dead. Timmy's dead. Timmy died. Get never coming back because you stopped this hard because you did a little too much. And it's sensitive and because Timmy was only nine, and he had so much to live for. He well, said that he was going to be a pro wrestler, and we took that away. He said from he wanted him. to be a fireman first, and then a, and then a pro wrestler. Yeah, but it's he, could just, have, he could have done great things. But it's just it's 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 weird how that happens. Like it's not even a natural cause. It's just like oops, you know what I mean? It, it literally, is what it is. It's like oops, and then you probably <laughs> that's the thing. You're just like I fucked up. How many of y'all out there have fucked up? But you never killed anybody. <laughs> That's what anesthesi- anesthesiologists The say. one time you fuck up, like, I've... I you gotta have, be a fuck up in life as an anesthesiologist. I have made mistakes. I have made mistakes in my job that are just like, oh, crap. Like, you just completely, like... Like, I've messed up before. It's just like, oh, shit. Never I killed just, anybody, though. I have just, like, impacted something. But it is not a person's life. Like, directly linked to a person's life. You know what I mean? Or or the fact that if they don't give you enough to last you the full surgery, they just like start to wake up and then you can also get sued that way because here comes all the pain now because you're not knocked out. Yeah. Because you could just wake the hell up. You know what I mean? And then they still have to make sure you go back to sleep to finish the surgery. Like that happens all the time too. But I think, I feel like if, you, if that happens and you do accidentally killing somebody, which it's going to happen, it's not going to stop happening... Um, I feel like, I, I don't know if this is true, but do you even get to practice anymore? Like, are you done? Yeah. I'd say depending on what it is, I'd say there'll be a huge investigation, but also if you lie to an anesthesiologist, that can also fuck with you. Because like, if you like smoke pot, like if it's legal in like where you're in like California or wherever the fuck you're at, and you say to an anesthesiologist that you don't smoke pot, that can also fuck with the anesthesia. Like anything, if you lie to them about anything, any like they have to know your weight, your yeah. body type. Well, like any medication, anything like that. If you're taking like I don't know, you take aspirin every day or something like that, you have to tell them because that can fuck with your shit. Um, will an anesthesiologist get fired from their job if he or she is found negligent when a patient dies during surgery? Um, this is on Quora, Quora.com. What the fuck is that? I think it's just a, a, a blog. So it's probably not 100% relevant. Um, 
Let's see. So as a group, anesthesiologists seem to take their responsibilities more seriously than many other professionals, perhaps because there is an assumed moral contract than in uh, that in return for the patient surrendering all, all control to the anesthesiologist, the anesthesiologist will keep them as safe as humanly possible. Um, loss of, of a patient under any circumstances hits them very hard if it becomes clear they could have avoided the death by taking reasonable care. Uh, many would find it impossible to go on. So, okay, this is stupid. But like I said earlier, if it's completely negligent, yeah, it's just, this is just a blog. I'm, let me see if yeah, I can find a that's better what I mean. answer. Why you don't need to find a better answer? I just told you there'll be a fucking trial and then investigation. And if they find that they fucked up, then they fucking get fired. Probably lose their stuff. They, I don't think they'll go to jail. They might go to jail depending on how negligent it is. They knew they could have did it and did it anyway. It's just, it's the same shit. If you knew that you, if you fucked up on accident or something happened with the patient for some reason, no, you're not, it's nothing, nothing's going to happen to you. But if it's like negligent and like, hey, you knew that this probably could have happened, but you did it anyway, or blah, 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 or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you'll probably, I don't know if you'll go to jail or whatever, but you definitely getting sued. I can tell you that. Anybody will sue the fucking I mean, off I, you. here's here's a couple of news articles of just people getting fired, people getting sued. That's what I mean. Um, they'll sue the shit out of you. There's one. There's one here, but it's it's basically if an individual commits a felony, like they're aware of the negligence, then obviously it is murder. But I'm I'm wondering if it's there. You have to have some kind of security insurance, something in your job description that says you will not get fired or tried for manslaughter. You know what I mean? Because if it's accidental, it's technically, it could be classified as manslaughter. So it's one of those things like you have to have, there's got to be some kind of insurance. Um, it's not insurance. You, Whenever you go into surgery, you sign all these forms. Right. But. And that's what it's for. Yeah. I mean, you have to be knowledgeable. You, you sign a waiver, basically. That's why anesthesia, I'll just go to. Can't say anesthesiologists go to school for what a day? Anesthesiology go to school for a decade or maybe. Uh, I thought you said a day. No, it's a it's an eight hour course, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then you're you're officially qualified. Learn how to put people to sleep. First first lesson: sleeper hold. Just get sleeper hold. Get them. And if that doesn't work, the wooden mallet always does the trick. The wooden mallet always fucking knocks them out. Between 20 minutes to 45 minutes. So you may have to hit them at least three or four times to get what you need to get done. I was listening to a podcast and somebody was talking just the amount of actual force you have to actually hit somebody in the head to knock them out. It takes a lot. Like, actually takes... I think it was a doctor that was on the podcast and they were talking about... Like, you just hit somebody in the head and, like, oh, they instantly knock, knock you, they get knocked out. You actually have to hit somebody very, very hard. You gotta rattle their brain. That, that will basically cause brain damage for them to actually be knocked out. Well, that's if what, not, it's gonna trigger, like, that fight or flight response and everybody's just, they're just gonna go crazy. Well, that's what happens when you get knocked out in a fight. Your brain hits the side of your fucking skull. Yeah. And it causes so much trauma that your body just shuts down. Well, there's those, those like, pressure points in your jaw or whatever. That like, you know what I mean? Like, like if you get Definitely. hit. Well, you know, you see people get hit in the jaw and that's like a pressure point and they just lights out. You know what I mean? But then they fall back and then the serious, the serious damage isn't from getting punched. No, it's when they're just like, oh, they're just like stiff. And then the guy comes fucking Superman slamming fists right into well, his fucking nose. It's like they get hit in the jaw, but the damage is when they fall. 
Like, the damage is, like, when they fall. Like, if it's, like, a street fight and they're on concrete, they're not on, like, a pillow, like a memory foam mattress or anything. When the damage is from falling straight back and gashing their head on the concrete behind them. Yeah. That's the real damage. Or, like you said, if they're in, a, like, a, an MMA fight, if they get knocked out and they fall on the, the padded mat, the damage is if somebody comes up and just starts... Beating them, them in the face, piss out of them. Yeah, that's that's the real damage. Yeah, and they say that um, the bare knuckle, like the bare knuckle boxing championships, stuff like that, there actually is less damage to your brain. Like studies have shown, there's less damage to your brain because people are actively not trying trying not to get hit with bare fists, as opposed to boxing or football or MMA. Well, I say it happens because you get hit less. Mm. You get hit less because nobody yeah. wants nobody wants to punch somebody with their bare fucking fist. Nobody wants to but get hit why, with a bare fist. But also, that's why boxers suffer because they just take hundreds of punches to the face right. every fight. It's just like it's just little ones. Yeah, little same. ones hurt you more than the yeah. big fucking ones. Yeah, you could get hit. You could get hit five big times and knocked out. That's gonna hurt your brain worse than getting less. hit. Yeah, sorry, less less than getting hit sixty times, tiny punches in the head. Yeah, like that. You're gonna have less brain damage. On the, the few, very few times that get knock you out than the hundred times. It's going to fuck up your times. face more, but... Yeah. But that's like bare knuckle boxing. They they have statistically less brain damage because nobody wants to get hit in the face by a fist. If you have pads on your... If you have pads or gloves on your hands in boxing or like all the pads and protection helmets in football, there's more brain damage because they know that they can hit you harder. They can hit you harder if you have more pads. Hockey... Everything with pads, like rugby, rugby players have less, less like less injuries, less brain damage because you're not going to hit somebody as hard if you don't have pads. <laughs> I mean, they get fucked up, smoke each other. Don't the, get me wrong. What the fuck are you talking? Don't about? get me wrong. They get fucked up, and there's probably oh, yeah. there's probably just as much head trauma in rugby, as but in is. like regular American football. But it, they would they right. full speed fucking blast yeah, somebody. Yeah, exactly. You can't full speed blast somebody in rugby because you're gonna hurt. You're gonna hurt yourself more. Exactly. That's like you remember um, Bob Sanders from the Colts. Bob Sanders. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember Bob, Bob Sanders was the strong safety on the Colts. He hit somebody so hard he jacked up his shoulder and had to retire because then he wasn't worth a shit after. Like he took the whole year off. Yeah. Came back. Heard it again, and then he's just like, I gotta retire because I fucked my own life up because I wanted to hit this dude so hard, and he's still playing. Like, the dude's still playing, yeah. but he jacked his shoulder up because he just dead sprint. Like, you know, football players run really fast. Just dead sprint. Bam. It's That's just, why I don't know how Ray Lewis never got fucked up more than he did because he was like the hit champ forever. Well, you don't, the football players, you like the studies are showing, you don't know until they're it's like 10, 15, 20 years later and they fucking and they kill can't their, even kill their wife and chop their they, head yeah, off. They shit. kill their wife, they or they literally they're like 50 years old and they can't even walk or yeah. function. Uh, there's that one guy I can't remember, but he was from the 90s, 80s or 90s. He died from uh his brain condition. I can't remember what it leads to like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. dementia and Parkinson's. Because that's, that's Muhammad Ali. Right. Muhammad Ali. Um, I'm just, there's so many old boxers. I saw an interview. I think it was on TikTok maybe or maybe on Facebook or something like that. It um, it was Muhammad Ali had interview, was doing an interview with Mike Tyson. And uh, 
it was like Muhammad Ali now and Mike Tyson now. Yeah. And they're like, what if you guys got in a fight back in the day? The two, the two, you know, kings of boxing or I mean, whatever. they did fight. No, they didn't. Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali, they never fought. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. Are you no, they sure? Didn't. Um, and Mah- they asked Muhammad Ali who would win. And Muhammad Ali, you know, he has Parkinson's, so he's shaking real bad. And they then, did uh, fight right here. No, they didn't. Oh, boxing dream fight. Yeah, it's a boxing dream fight. They were totally different eras, I believe. Yeah. But anyway, they were asked. They asked. Oh, Mom, is this the video right here? Who would win? Um, I think this is it. I don't think so. No, this ain't it. I mean, this is a recent video. Who would have won if you fought this man in your prime? Yeah, this is it. So he's retired at this point. Well, he called Muhammad Ali the greatest of all time. And he is. And Muhammad Ali literally said, he's like, if he hit, if he hits me, he just laid out in the chair. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, I'm done. He's like, I'm fast. But if he hit me, that's <laughs> <laughs> the thing. Mike Tyson had so much fucking force behind him. Have you shit. seen him now? Yeah, he's still fucking. Retraining. Yeah, he's still. He was wanting to fight somebody. Or he did fight somebody. I forget who it was. I can't remember who it was. I don't know. Uh, so he got that bitching tattoo on his face. Never yeah, lasered. it's for life. It's not going away. Laser it off, dude. There's a there's a search. Laser it off. You got your died. you're fucking. You still you're wealthier than ever. You got your own fucking weed company. Fucking laser that shit off your face. Uh, that was where he didn't have the tattoo right there. That he oh that his uh, next fight will be against fellow veteran Leon's Leon or, or sorry Lennox Lewis in uh twenty two so he did fight in September twenty twenty one. I think it was a pretty good fight. I can't remember. I mean, it said it never said that they did. He might have. Um, I just want to see, because I've seen his pictures and stuff of him retraining, and he's freaking jacked again. Yep. Again. And he was jacked when he was younger. Like, he was massive. And then it showed, it was like a before and after picture of him uh, doing a speech. At an event, and then like a year later, he's oh. just rejacked again. Tyson and Holyfield. Oh yeah, okay, Vander Holyfield. But yeah, and then it showed him like a year later after he started retraining to re- to start fighting again. He's just jacked all over again. It is crazy, and he's like, I think he's fifty something. I don't know, old, but not as old as you think he would be. I don't think. Uh, Mike Tyson, he's 55. 55. Yeah, so he's 55. Yeah, so I mean, he's still a beast. He's he's one of the greatest boxers ever. And if you still if you still got hit by him, like if you say if some dude just walked up and got hit by Mike Tyson right now, he'd be dead. Yeah, just dead, lay flat on the ground, just dead. Like Mike Tyson, I've watched a compilation of Mike Tyson's fights before, just randomly. The dude was 19 years old, knocking out grown ass men. In like thirty seconds, hmm. he this one time he hit the man twice and he was done, just laid out, knocked out on the floor. The guy hit him like thirty times within the first. The guy hit him like the guy hit him like I think twenty something thirty times within a minute. Mike Tyson hit the dude two or three times. 
The third time he hit him was the last time he needed it. Huh. He's 19 years old. And this was like a professional, like, world champion boxer. Mike Tyson walks in. Boop, boop, boom. It's done. A, like a quick combo. That was it. I still see those videos of that fucking, that Russian prick. Um, <clears throat> he was like some weird Russian dude who had, like, mental problems. And he would try to box these people in gyms and stuff. And he's like, hey, you want to spar with me? And then... Like, sparring, it's just like a light spar. Like, it's like half speed or whatever. And, like, no full contact or nothing. It's just like taps or whatever. And then he would say that. People would put on gloves. And then even before they'd put on gloves, he'd just go at them 100% and start wailing on them. And then he'd be like, I won. I won. They'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Seriously? Yeah. And then finally, he went to, um, whose gym did he go to? He went to Mayweather's dad's gym. And uh, they put him with this, like, I don't even know, 17-year-old kid getting ready to fight for, like, some championship match. And they put him in there, and this dude fucking destroyed him. Finally, that, that kid was like, no, 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 and kept running away and shit. And then that kid, like, chased after him and fucking tackled him and crap. Forget that guy's name. He was some Russian dickhead. I forget. But he's, not, he's not relevant anymore. I mean, I still see his videos, which is crazy. That was, like, maybe six or seven years ago I saw him. Right. But, yeah. Boxing. Boxing. Boxing not as popular as it was now. It's a uh, kind yes, of it a, is. It's a no, huge sport. It's not it's kind of a dying sport. Yes, it is. No, it's not. The biggest sport, soccer. You know what I saw this year with the fucking or Winter Olympics? Football. There is more people interested in curling this year than I have ever seen in my entire life. That's an intense ass sport, buddy. Curling is, yeah. It was funny they had the American team, and you can tell them dudes are like from like. <laughs> like Wisconsin or like Massachusetts or something, somewhere because they're always <laughs> and they have those thick ass accents. Maybe, I think maybe Wisconsin because they're like, oh yeah, eh? we're. <laughs> they kept saying a, but they're not Canadian; they're from America. So I just I just searched. This is on Sportytel. Um, dot com. So this is just uh, an article for the ten most popular sports in twenty twenty one. Number ten is golf. Yeah, it is four hundred fifty million fans. Number nine is rugby, really? uh, four hundred seventy-five million. I feel like like a, a lot of overseas sports, baseball, baseball five hundred million. Still can't get into baseball. Basketball eight hundred twenty-five million is number seven. Number six, table tennis, hmm. eight hundred seventy-five million fans for ping pong. I feel like that's not a lot table of, tennis. It ping pong. I feel like that's a lot of maybe like a lot of like overseas, maybe like Asian, Korea countries and stuff like that. Ping pong big. Volleyball, number five at 900 million fans. Definitely a lot of male pervs in that sport. Tennis has one billion fans sitting at number four. Yeah. Uh, hockey hockey is number three. And this is like. Field hockey. This is field hockey, both ice and field hockey. Ah. So they combined the two at two billion fans. We need to. We should have saw hockey. Cricket. Cricket is number two with 2.5 billion fans. Cricket. Yeah. And number one. Is association soccer. football, which is soccer. Why do they call it association, fo- association football? I don't know. It's soccer. They have 4 billion fans. Football, American football, is nowhere on this list. Yeah. Not one. No. There's way bigger fans in soccer. Those dudes go fucking ape shit about soccer. Yeah. Remember when we were soccer hooligans at the, the Irish pub in Jacksonville we went that one time? Yeah. They were setting up banners, it was. flags. Where did we go? 
Huh? What time was that? It, it was, was like a, a Sunday. It was a Sunday at like 11. And the match didn't start until like 7 at night. No, I think it was like 4 or 3 or something No, like because it was going on whenever we drove by. But like there was, the there was two groups. There was one for this team playing and one for they this team flags playing. They had flags up. Yeah, they had flags up, banners. They even had paper plates and napkins. Yeah. I don't know what they were eating because they were at a restaurant. And they just, it was 11 a.m. and they just started pounding beers. Got to. Pounding beers. Which is weird, but I guess Florida has a lot of diversity and shit, so, like. And it was everybody, it was everybody in jerseys, and it was, it's an Irish pub um, called, uh, what the hell is that called? It's a, like a standard name. I know um, it is. Um, it's I right forget. on, it's right on Jackson, it's right on the beach in Jack in Jacksonville Beach. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. I was going to say McGillicuddy's, but that's not it. Um, not TJ's. It's a fuck. It's on here somewhere. Lynch's. Lynch's Irish Pub. Oh, I was like, standard. It's not standard. Yeah, Lynch's. It's South standard. <laughs> so, Lynch's, Lynch's Irish Pub in Jacksonville Beach in Jacksonville, Florida. Amazing so, food. Amazing food. The food's the best part. The food is the best part. You've never had, like, the perfect... We need to go to some of, some of these other ones whenever we're there. There's a shit ton. There's a shit ton in Jacksonville, Well, Florida. see, there's, there's a few more downtown. And then we... Oh, well, St. Augustine's like 45 minutes yeah, away. Yeah, there is a... This one's called the, the Stout Snug. You got Cole Haynes, uh, Irish Sisters Dream Team. We've never, a, that must be new because that's on Atlantic Beach. We drive by, drive past there all the time. Olu, Olulin, uh, Hibernia. That's in Fleming Island. Oh, okay. You're getting like to St. Augustine and shit. Okay, there's one in St. Augustine, Barley, Republic. But see, that's the thing, like, Mahanes. But that's the thing, it's like, there's a lot of Irish pubs in Florida. But Lynch's, dude, the, um, what the hell is it called? It's, um, it's like a, it's an Irish fucking... It's an Irish, um, it's sausage. It's an Irish egg roll. It's, uh, it's, I think it's like either sausage or corned beef. It's no, like, no, it's, um, it's corned beef. So there's like an Irish egg roll with like corned beef and Swiss. And cabbage. Wrapped in a freaking, yeah, cabbage wrapped in a freaking wonton. And then it's the, um, what is it called? With scotch egg. egg. Scotch egg. Yeah. Yeah, scotch, scotch egg. egg. We can make scotch eggs at home. Dude, scotch, scotch egg, egg it's literally just, it's, it's a, it's a, a boiled egg wrapped in sausage. Yeah. Battered and deep fried, and it is fantastic. Yep. Yeah. If I had a baby dinosaur, I wish he would lay scotch eggs. Honestly, you could probably pan or maybe air fry it, or uh, maybe even pan fry it. Fun fact: uh, Conor McGregor, all he ate was scotch eggs before he won the world championship. That's 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 all we gotta say. I'm pretty sure. That's all I gotta say about no, it. He drank proper twelve and only ate scotch eggs. I'm pretty sure that's not true. You never know. I mean, it's some good old artery artery clogging food. We had like bangers and mash. We had this. I had this one sausage and egg sandwich with the scotch eggs, with the freaking Irish egg rolls. Like it's good wholesome artery clogging food. It's good. Mm. Can you eat it every day? No, because you might die in about five years. But it is good stuff. Right. So highly recommend Lynch's Irish Pub in Jacksonville, Florida. If anybody takes a trip to Jack- Jacksonville, it's right on the beach. And there's plenty of other bars and restaurants around there, too. Hell yeah. So, highly recommend that place. And then Bricks for Taco Tuesdays. Yep, Bricks uh, is right there on Jacksonville Beach, too. Which, uh, Ryan and I will be taking a trip 
to Florida here in the next couple of months. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yes. Pretty excited about so that. We haven't been in a few years. Yeah, a few years because COVID messes with everybody's lives. Yeah. We're all here. It sure does. the same thing. Let's go ahead and take a bathroom break. Okay. Hey, everyone. Just wanted to take a second to let you know about our official podcast store at thecomcast.com. Go check it out today, everybody. We've got everything you can think of from t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, organic tote bags, and even drinkware like coffee mugs and craft beer glasses. Go check it out today at thecomcast.com. Now let's get back into the episode. So let's get into some news articles today. So the world, Britain's oldest pub for last episode is coming back for... Was last episode? I was the last. It was the last episode. I it, I believe it, if it was last, if it wasn't last episode, it, it was, was two episodes ago. Okay, two episodes and if ago. We're not sure. It was three episodes ago. The last three episodes. Within <laughs> the last three episodes, do you remember? It was called ye old cock, ye old fighting cocks, ye old fighting cocks, so, multiple cocks. So ye old ye old fighting cocks, Britain's oldest pub. It was literally. It was literally opened its doors in like 793 A.D. Yeah. During medieval times. Fair so, good. apparently... Jesus wish he could be there. So, animal rights groups from PETA has has suggested that Britain's oldest pub, Yield Fighting Cox, should change its name and move to an all-vegan menu. Oh, so they're not back open. The proposal came days after pub landlord uh, Cristo... Tafali, 53, announced he was leaving the 1,300-year-old um, pub due to financial difficulties brought on by the pandemic. And the charity has been, has even suggested some potential new names. So, PETA is saying... They're wanting to buy this I think pub. they're I think they're saying, we will buy this, but you have to change the name or we're not going to buy it, and you have to switch to an all-vegan menu, or we're not going to buy it. So I think PETA is basically, so PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, for those of you who don't know, is seizing the moment to demand a 21st century revamp, quote-unquote, of the pub, which dates back to 793 AD, and once hosted Oliver uh, Cromwell. That's kind of cool. So, <laughs> Ye Old Fighting Cock's uh, parent company is currently looking for a new landlord after Mr. Tafali. <laughs> Took in so, took to social media to tell people he has uh, that he has been left heartbroken, but took the opportunity to express his gratitude for paying a uh, playing a small part in its history. So activists say the pub's name calls to mind the violence and cruelty of a hideous blood sport that has been outlawed in the UK for more than a century. The fucking names <laughs> that they came up with. So Peta <laughs> Peta has suggested that the pub could be renamed the Happy Hens, <laughs> ye old clever cocks, which is the stupidest <laughs> one out of these suggestions. No, or I think the next one is the Cheery Chooks. What or, does that even mean? I have no fucking idea. The Cheery Chooks sounds like a breakfast cereal that's super happy. Alexa, what's a chook? <laughs> uh, Cheery Chook. So, on steam? I, are they chickens? Build your own chook empire. <laughs> Let me just look up def a chook. Definition of a chook. Uh, so, click on their dictionary thing. So, it's a hen. An Australian. Uh, so, Australian, it's a hen. Slang, a woman. What you could be in a chook. <laughs> Used as a call for poultry or pigs. So it's... it's How can it be poultry it's or a hen. pigs? It's a hen. 
In but the they hands. said it's pigs too. How can it be chicken yeah, and pigs? I don't know. I have no idea. We had some chook. Oh, did you have chicken or pork? So basically, the happy hens, the cheery chooks is basically a British vernacular of, or it's Australian vernacular of cheery chooks. You know it's what? the same. You it's the same name, just slang. You know what makes me mad though? Like, it's just, it's just a thing. Like, it's been outlawed for a century. Cool. But like, you don't have to change the name because it's been the same fucking name since the beginning of time. hundred years. The beginning after of time. Jesus. Literally the beginning of time. So, yeah. Fuck PETA? I'm just going to say that. You can. Like, when this place opened, Jesus was still a sore subject 800 yeah. years later. So, and they, okay, I'm all, I'm cool with you, like, having, like, vegan menus as an option. Yeah. But we're not going to re, like, change the entire history of a building. They'll make you a gluten-free, like, shepherd's pie crust. It's just a name. They're not actually fucking having roosters fight each other to the death in this place. Maybe they had, like, in the seven, 700s. <laughs> it's just a name. It's just a name. Like the Comcast. It's just a name. It's just a name. So, all, tell all your friends... They're trying to find a new podcast, a new cool podcast to listen to, that the Comcast is just a name. This is the It doesn't insinuate. Right. And for those of you who listen, this podcast does not insinuate anything, just like ye old fighting cocks. It right. insinuates a good place to have a pint and to sit down, have some food, and hang out with your buddies. History. Yeah. History. That's it. Three years, almost three years of history on this show. Yeah. So, right. Cam, say, so this is the least cum-filled show in yeah, the entire world. Exactly. We talked about Weldex, but we did not talk there about There is more semen on other podcasts than this semen. one. Yes. Yeah. So campaigners are also demanding Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So campaigners are also demanding the pub which served uh basic British uh basic British food adopt a fully plant-based menu. Ugh. I don't know about that. Like the so the open letter penned by PETA's vegan chief Don Carr God, I I bet I bet Don Carr is just one heck of a human. And I mean that in the best, least insulting way possible, but I I feel like they're a little bit anal about everything. So so they call on the pub company Mitchell uh sorry, yeah, Mitchell's and Butler's to bring the pub into the twenty first century with the changes. So there's a parent company that owns Ye Old Fighting Cox the building itself. It's the management that had to close it down. So the parent company is actually Actually owns this building, and I think so. There's like owners, and then there's managers. The managers put all the money down, but the owners are like losing stake in the company, basically. Um, so, but the uh, but the local people have ridiculed the proposals for undermining the uh, the pub's history. So one person wrote on Facebook, as an eco-aware, animal-loving human, there is no way they should change the name. It's it's just a name. Goddamn right. Tradition. <laughs> oh, uh, it's just a name. We should jump into the 21st century and make it all vegan? Fuck you. We're not so going to do that. another person said... We would rather have this place shut down for another fucking millennia than change it. So another person stated yeah. another person stated why don't they put their time, energy, and other resources into helping real animal cruelty and leave history and heritage which speaks truth, light and dark to to themselves, basically. Yeah, motherfucker. Another agreed adding, not everyone wants to eat vegan food. Why change a historical pub name? Yeah, motherfucker. In in, in a simple defiant comment, someone else wrote Bonkers! <laughs> Why is it even any of their business? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So other residents threatened to boycott the pub if it adopted PETA's proposals. One person said, if it goes all vegan, I'm not going. God damn it, it's shut down, but I'm still not going. In an it. agreement, another commented, bunch of idiots, pubs in crisis. Uh, our pub in crisis, let's alienate it even more with a menu for what, less than a quarter of the area's population? Uh, so it seems like less than a quarter of the area's population is vegan. Like, what even is a cauliflower? Yeah, what's a, what's a cauliflower? An albino broccoli? Broccoli, that goes in soup. <laughs> I just I, that's I, for rabbits. Honestly, like tell me I can't get a fucking brat at this fucking joint up in yeah. Like I said the last time we talked about this pub, there is literally organizations that you can sign up for, like GoFundMe, for instance, that people can donate to reopen this pub. You don't have to have PETA reopen it. But here's the thing: if you let PETA reopen this pub and if buy you give it, them power, they will overrun exactly. The but as everybody knows that has come out in recent years, and I'm sure a lot of people know, PETA has to kill and euthanize more animals than they save because there's so many of them that they want to save. And we're not saying that PETA's not good. PETA does some good shit. PETA does. They really do. PETA does do good things. Like when you see stranded whales on the beach and they push them back in and the whales aren't supposed to be there, they do a good job. PETA sometimes, does, PETA does PETA, do good sometimes things. Sometimes PETA does a good job, and then sometimes is just being a fucking yeah, You uh, have to have the asshole. good, you always have the bad with the good. PETA does do good things. It's 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 an organization that cares about animals, which the Comcast are, we are all animal lovers here yeah. on this podcast. There's nothing wrong with the company itself. Never, do they stick their nose in things? I, and never, I never noticed when they decorated that tree for Christmas, they can only get up yeah. so high. <laughs> yeah. But does the organization stick their nose in things that don't belong? A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent they do. PETA has turned into a Fortune if you really, 500 company. You should really consider, like, this is a message mainly for PETA, but, but yeah. for, for people and, in general, PETA don't you us. should really consider, you should really consider other people's other people's emotions in your own agenda, which I know that's not how they work, but you should really consider other people's emotions and thoughts and feelings in your own agenda. You can't just say, I'm going to change this entire thing and bring it to the 21st century. This isn't California. This is old school England and they like their meat and they like their beer. Yeah. But you, you know, you just can't, you can't try to force your way in and change something that doesn't want to be changed. How can you expect people to go to this? If you buy this place, you're just going to close it down because you got so much money that you don't even need it. Yeah, Peter, just don't come after us because we're good guys. You're just trying, <laughs> honestly, you're just trying to, they're, they're just trying to, I feel like they're just trying to insert themselves into this situation and make themselves look like the hero when in turn they're not going to be the hero. It's whatever. But like I said, like I said, Peter does good shit, but like, facts don't lie. Yeah, facts don't lie. Why don't you worry about like, the fucking Japanese dolphin killers and shit like that. Yeah. Do that instead of, like, worrying about a fucking... Worry about us out overfishing tuna. Yeah. Because in, like, 15 years, there will be no fucking tuna. Yeah. And Ever. That's, and that's Ever. a shame. No, seriously. There will be no tuna in 15 years. Because what are cats going to live on? Yeah. What are bro dudes at the gym going to eat their snack on? Like, like what are they going to eat? Just not tuna and just plain crackers? What am I going to put mayonnaise with? Vegetable fish. Vegetable fish? Yeah. Just eggs? Seaweed? <laughs> Seaweed's okay, but no. Certain things have to stay alive. That's true. Like ye old fighting cocks. God damn. Right. America. Britain. <laughs> Britain. It's actually Britain. <laughs> Same thing. 
All right, moving on to the next article here, and then we'll close this show out. So, a priest is forced to quit his job after discovering his baptisms have not been... They have don't not, count. Have basically not been 100% because he, leave, he left out one word in his uh, prayer. Do they really... Do they really like even if you did say it I right? I feel like it, I feel like this is pretty literal. Like I feel like I feel like you can't leave out a word. I, I feel like you can't leave out a word if it's like holy like this. He said the instead of thy. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like like if somebody dips you in a bathtub, is it really real? Is it really real? Hey, belief is as powerful as your belief is as powerful as what you believe. That's, right. that's literally what it is. Your spirituality is as powerful as what you believe in. So, a Catholic priest in Arizona has been forced to step down after finding out that all the baptism he performed uh, until June last year were invalid. That's the word I was looking for. After saying just one word wrong, Father Andreas Arango uh, Arango. Has apologized to the numerous people affected. Can you imagine calling all those people? Uh, sorry, uh, you haven't actually been baptized. So all that weird, all that bad shit you did. Yeah, you're going to hell now. You're it's not funny because I can see somebody like <laughs> some some teenager be like, "You mean you mean me fucking Gary doesn't it counts again? What? I thought I was. I thought I, won't, I had my virginity back. I I'm thought going you to said hell it was now? Okay. You said it was okay. So, Catholic Diocese of Phoenix confirming that any baptisms by him that took place up until the 17th of June 2021, so far, uh, so a fair few, no doubt, are presumed invalid. This is the Catholic Diocese of Phoenix confirming that this these baptisms don't count. This is like the tippy top of, it, of his organization. You know what that sounds like, though? A child sex ring. Well, yeah. It really does. So, so basically, he's a phoenix. This is like the, the heads of, this is like the group that controls all like the priest functions. Do you imagine so, he was in a meeting? He's like, they're like, we've been getting some complaints. Any here. any news for the day? Any safety concerns no, at but all? He, no, but he's just like, do we have any, uh, it's like, so we've been getting some complaints that you may not be reading, you may not be, may not be saying the right words whenever you're giving uh, baptisms and things like that. What specifically are you saying? What do you say? Why don't you say it back to us? It was like, yeah, that's wrong. He's All like, right, are let's you fucking kidding me? Let's <laughs> practice our baptism prayers. Yeah. So this is all because Arango used the word we instead of I. In turn, it invalidated his baptisms. The diocese shared a statement on its website saying, we are saddened to announce some difficult information regarding baptism performed by Reverend uh, Arango, a priest of the Diocese of Phoenix, who also had been a member of the Yudis religious community. I'm not sure what that is. But a like after careful study, it has been determined that the form words... Um, uh, Father Francis, An- An- no, Father Andreas used that was for the sacrament of baptism had been incorrect, and all the baptism he has performed until the 17th of June 2021 are presumed invalid. Mm. How long has he been practicing? How long has he been a father? Any baptisms performed by Father Andreas after June 17, 2021 are presumed valid and do not need to be repeated. Literally, I bet somebody from like the diocese or like his buddy was sitting in, another father, another priest was sitting in watching baptisms. And he's like, he goes, we, instead of I. And he's like, hey, uh, hey, uh, Father, uh, Father Aranga, what, um, 
we, what you doing? And uh, he goes, well, just finished the baptism. He's like, uh, that's weird. You messed up a couple a couple words in there. He's like, a couple words? He's like, yeah, uh, you said we instead of I in that prayer. And he goes, huh, funny. He goes, yeah, uh, what does that mean? He goes, uh, I think I got to call the 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 big the big guns in for this one, buddy. I think uh, I think he just out. fudged up there. I'm trying to figure out where he would misplace we instead of I instead of like uh, we by the power of this or like I by the power of this. It's just weird. But that's the thing. Like one word. I feel like if you did believe in God, I feel like he's not uh, stipulated over one fucking word. Like legit. Like I would count it if I did. If I got baptized by this guy and I'd be like he said we instead of I, I'd be like. I'm counted anyway. So so <laughs> the diocese goes on to say, please be assured that things like this have happened before in the history of the church. Um, mm-hmm. and the diocese, I bet a lot of other stuff happened in the history the diocese, of the church too, didn't it? And the diocese is ready to do all we can to Said address. Said we, it was we nerves. Every person. So they're going to address every person this happened to. So in a fact section underneath the statement, the diocese explains what exactly happened. Uh, continuing the formula or words, Father Andreas was accustomed to using during the rite of baptism in English and Spanish for both children and adults was the phrase, we baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Instead of I. I knew that's what it was. The word in question is the use of we in place of I. It is not the community that baptizes a person and incorporates them into the Church of Christ. Rather, it is the Christ and the Christ alone who presides at all sacraments. Therefore, it is Christ who baptizes. So the baptismal formula uses the word, the words used in the rite has always been guarded for this reason. So it is clear that we receive our baptism through Jesus and not the community. Literally the one thing, the one thing that they hold near and dear to their heart, he messed up. Yeah. You wonder if he did it on purpose though. (laughs) A long con. (laughs) What's worse? What's worse? What is worse? This oops or an anesthesiologist oops? I'm thinking, like, more, like... Is a Jesus oops more than an anesthesiologist oops? <laughs> I feel like this is no big deal. I feel like just like you just redo it or, like, do an internet one. <laughs> do an internet one? Yeah. Can we do this? Uh, can we do this? I feel uh, like the Catholic Church has more shit to worry about than mistaking we and I. Can you just make, like, a 200-person party Zoom meeting? Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, get your bathtubs ready. Yeah, you have to have ice mountain water, okay? <laughs> yeah. Because that's who's sponsoring this this proceeding uh, today. The uh, only thing available for me was Fiji. Yeah. Uh, is this going to work? No, it's tap water. Blaspheme. God left Fiji a long time ago. Uh, so if you were baptized using the, uh, the wrong words, that means your baptism is invalid and you are not baptized. Uh, you will need to be baptized. Fuck it. You will need to be baptized, it says. No, you won't. So the diocese also said anyone affected, whether they were baptized themselves or their child, should contact their pastor or complete a form on the website. Can you imagine? It's just like... And you know they're sticking Father Andreas with all this, like, all right, buddy, you got to keep track of all these forms and people. Clear your calendar for the next year. Every day, all day, eight hours a day, that's what he's doing. Honestly, it's not a big deal. So he actually, and he announced his resignation. So he resigned from the church because he messed up. I feel like he would just go somewhere else, though. They'd send him somewhere else. No, if he announced That's what they do to the kid fuckers. They just send him somewhere else. (laughs) They do, legit. I know it's a conspiracy. They like send him. To, it's not a conspiracy. I know it's a real it's thing. It's real. It's a real thing. He's in Rome right now, chilling with a bunch of bitches. 
But it says in a statement, Arango announced his recognition, saying it had been a blessing and an honor to have served and worked alongside people he considers dear friends and family. Yeah, but I you think, did but, it wrong. But I think when you resign, you're no longer a father anymore. I'm not 100% sure on that. I'm not. Mm-hmm. We're not Catholic at all. We're, we've never. He just resigned in, from his position. We've never been involved in the Catholic Church. So it is with a heavy heart that I find myself writing the letter of notification to the wonderful Paris family that I once served. Arango said, It saddens me to learn that I have performed invalid baptisms throughout my ministry as a priest by regularly using an incorrect formula. It's one word. (laughs) I deeply regret my error and how this has affected numerous people in your parish and elsewhere. With the help of the Holy Spirit and in the communion with the Diocese of Phoenix, I will dedicate my energy and full-time ministry to help remedy this and heal those affected. Exactly. That's his full-time job for the next three years. They're sending him somewhere else. Exactly. They're going to change. They're, when it comes to this shit, the Catholic Church is like the FBI. They put you in like protective custody. They change your name, blah, blah, blah. They make you grow a mustache. And then they send you somewhere else. And then you're cool. They, they probably send him to like Africa or something to like do be like some person to like build churches and shit. So he's just going to suffer for the rest of his life. And instead, he didn't do it on purpose. But can you imagine? Of this he is did. like This is like the most innocent. But most serious prank in the history of Catholic. That's what I mean. Could you imagine if it was a long con? Yeah, you imagine like, oops, <laughs> oops, oops, oops. I, I mistake the word. Yeah. Yeah. That's, this is a little, I understand the severity of it, but come on, bro. If he called, Come on, man. If he called me and he was just like, um, I just want to let you know your, your baptism uh, last year was actually invalid like what do you mean it was invalid did we not use enough water but like no uh i actually mistakenly said we instead of i baptize you in the name of blah 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 and they'd be like that's it it's invalid now because of that i wish they had a backstory of how they figured it out like somebody was definitely there like somebody probably somebody from like the uh Somebody was definitely there, like, watching him or something. Probably. They probably had, like, a visitor or something. He's like, he didn't say that right. Right. That's, it's, it's, it's crazy. I wish there was some kind of backstory. Or, like, they were at, like, a, a social mixer. They're like, all right, everybody, let's practice our words. <laughs> I don't know. Excuse the noise, everybody. I have to let the dog out real quick. And she's off. That's all the articles I have for, have for you guys this week. Let's go ahead and close this podcast out. Okay. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Uh, before we close it out, guys, I do have a new book of the month. Um, we will. I was gonna do. I was gonna save it for next week, but I figured I'd give you guys time to um, take this one in, look it up if you want to listen to it. Uh, so got this a bunch is, of marijuana leaves on it. It's not marijuana leaves. That looks like marijuana. So this is this book is called The Four Agreements: A Practical Guide to Personal Freedom. Um, in parentheses, it's a Toltec wisdom book. So in The Four Agreements, best-selling author Don Miguel Ruiz reveals the source of self-limiting beliefs that rob us of joy and create needless suffering. Based on an ancient Toltec wisdom, The Four Agreements offer a powerful code of conduct that can rapidly transform our lives to a new experience. Uh, freedom, true happiness, and love. And this is a very good book. It's a very self-realizing book. It's a very... It makes you take, take a look at your life. What do you do um, incorrectly versus this four agreements. What do you do well? What can you work on to make your life better? And at the four agreements, it's it's a very good practice. I have been trying to practice it 
um, since I finished this book. It's been about a week since I finished the book. It's a, on Audible. It's a very, very uh, short listen. On paperback, it's probably only a couple hundred pages, maybe. Uh, the paperback is like seven seventy-five on Amazon, and the audiobook I think is about the same amount, if not a little cheaper. So please go check this book out, guys. Um, it's a very self-developmental book, and I, I very, very much enjoyed it. And there's more out there by Don Miguel Ruiz. I think there's a fifth agreement now, actually. So go check that out. I really hope you enjoy this book. Um, let's close this thing out. All right, everybody, that is the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for downloading. Of course, we couldn't do this fucking show without you. We love you so much. <clears throat> Go give us a rate and review in on whatever platform you listen to. Really helps out the show. And if you want to help us out even more, go buy some shit from our store at thecomcast.com. We would much, much, much appreciate it. We love you all so fucking much you don't even know. And let's get out of here. Like Ryan, like Ryan said, don't forget to give us a rate and review on whatever platform you listen on. And don't forget to follow us on our Comcast official Facebook page where uh, I post uh, clips of new episodes. I post new episodes alerts, uh, links to all, all the new books and, and brews that we review on the show, and uh, some new merch items. I'm, I've been looking into some uh, completing some new merch items. Uh, so looking into that. And like I said, we're still looking at producing some new logos for you guys. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Everybody have a good week. Always enjoy a good book. Always enjoy a good beer. We love you guys. When life gets hard and life gets you down, you use the four agreements and you milk that pig, everybody. Peace. We out.